Welcome to another episode of the Head of Nations podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and here with me is Ben. How are you guys doing today? So before we get into the topic today, let's just go ahead and start right off with the verse of the week. So the verse of the week comes from Proverbs chapter 12, verse 24. That's Proverbs chapter 12, verse 24. And that says, Diligent hands will rule, but laziness ends in slave labor. What do you think about that, Ben? I, I mean, I think that, you know, it makes me nervous to be slothful um, and lazy. <laughs> I mean, but like, you know, there's, there's, you know, obviously the truth there, the, the diligent um, being those who, um, there's this, I'm reading the, the American standard, shall bear rule is what is what the American standard says. I like that. Very interesting. Yeah, you know, because we're the head of our nation. So yeah, it's a more shall, active role in right, that. That's right. Um, but the the slothful won't, you know, won't be able to achieve s- such a such a calling and in, in earning, you know, um, uh, an opportunity to uh, to rule. I like that. But anyways, yeah. Yeah, I like the term slothful as well. I mean, lazy is common parlance. Everyone yeah. knows what lazy means, but I feel like there's an extra bit of shame yeah. in slothfulness. Like, I mean, like an ugly sloth. Yeah, have you seen a sloth yes, before? that's just fallen from a tree and can't do anything about it. Yeah. yeah, there's an animal park near us that actually has a sloth, and <laughs> the sloths, it's, it's a really good analogy here because a sloth is very slow moving, but there's more to it than that. Sloths are stinky. Yeah, they're gross. They're, yeah. They're smelly. Yeah. And but beyond that, like have you seen the sloth? There's a picture of the sloth on the internet that has moved so little in its life that it's actually started to grow moss yeah. on itself. Yeah, it's, it's almost become like a tree. It's hideous. Yeah. So but I think about the version I read from was from the NIV and it says slave labor there that mm-hmm. they'll, they'll end up being a part of slave labor. Mm-hmm. And if you think about diligence, diligence leads to authority, right? There's there's a, a yep. leadership that comes with that, or there's some kind of hierarchical move where you go from a lower part of the hierarchy to an upper part of the hierarchy, where you go from being ruled over to ruling if you're diligent. But if you're lazy, you don't go from being ruled over and free. You go to being ruled over and a slave. Mm. So I just find that really intriguing. It's a really good life lesson, and it seems to be common sense to me. But for some reason, common sense isn't always so common. Mm. Yeah, common sense, though, sometimes is, you know, is, is still difficult for, for us to, to be. We know the right thing to do, which will you know, make us um, into the, the people that we want to be. Yet with it is discipline, with it is you know, sacrifice. You know, it's not always like the easy way. Yeah, good thoughts. And that helps us actually segue right into the topic today, which mm. is start now. Yeah. So there's a quote that I read many years ago. I would say at this point, it's probably been like eight years, but it stuck with me to the point where I didn't need to write it down. There are a few of those quotes in my life where I've heard them once or I've read them once and I don't need to write them down because they've been seared into my brain. They just stay there. And this is one of them. And it says, the foolish man puts off till tomorrow what the wise man does today. And when I read that, it was really impactful to me. And I remember going throughout my day the next week, maybe even the next month after I read that, and I'd want to put things off. 
And I would just see that, the mm. text in my brain of that quote. And I would think, oh, do I want to be foolish or do I want to be wise? Am I going to put this task off that I don't want to do until tomorrow? Or am I going to do it today and be wise? So I want to tell you a little bit about myself back in the day. I keep referencing Schlub Brian because, mm. you know, he was a part of my life. You know, And back in the day when I was living the Schlub life, I used to have an alarm with a snooze bar and the alarm would go off. And do you know what I would do? Slam it. You I would. It. Yeah. I would hit that snooze button. I, I don't even think I would open my eyes. I would just kind of like reach around and I would slap haphazardly until I hit the snooze button. And then my snooze button, it was a nine minute snooze. And for nine minutes, I would lay there and my alarm would go off again and I would slap that snooze mm-hmm. button. I'd probably hit that thing three or four times. And, you know, there is a weird thing about this that it seemed to me that the more times I hit snooze, the harder time I had getting out of bed yeah. when oh, I yeah. actually got around to doing it. And really, along with that, I feel like that kind of spilled over into the rest of my life during that time period where I'd start the day off snoozing and I would be lazy. And by the way, there's another proverb I didn't mean to talk about today, but it says, as a door turns on its hinges, so a lazy man turns in his bed. Yeah, I, I forget the reference. You know, one of you listeners can maybe email that to me at info at But it's a great passage. And it was kind of like what I was doing. I was just rolling around mm-hmm. in my bed. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing anything. And then I would get out of bed eventually. I would almost drag myself out of bed. And I really feel like I had a, a hard time motivating myself to do anything else during the rest of my days. Mm-hmm. Because every day I would start snoozing three or four times. And then I would get out of bed begrudgingly. Right? I wasn't excited. I wasn't looking at building my kingdom. Mm-hmm. I was almost looking at, oh, I have to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Well, then I would go to college. This is when I was in college. And I would go to school. And I would kind of zone out in class. I'd go back to my apartment. And I would find things to do that weren't my work. I just I had a hard time doing my work. Or even like in the summers when I was going to work, it'd be almost a Herculean task to drag myself to work every day mm-hmm. when I was living this life of hitting that snooze button multiple times, multiple times, multiple times. I struggled to arrive to places on time. I was habitually late. Mm. And I, I really feel like that's a problem. Just fundamentally being late, I mm. think, is a problem. But stack on that, I was getting up late. Mm. I wasn't turning my work in on time. I wasn't coming to work on time. And I just wasn't going anywhere on time. Mm. And really, I feel like this spilled over into spiritual matters as well, where I wasn't spending time in the Word, or if I was, it was unproductive time. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any spiritual discipline at all. Mm. I mean, to the point where sin would rule in my life a lot of times. Mm. So that was Schlub Brian life, where... I didn't start now. I started eventually. And that start was a really slow start. So mm-hmm. I didn't know if you kind of went through that in your life at all or if you had anything to share about that. I'd say mine is like a seasonal type of thing where it's like, you know, I will be, uh, there'll be like times when I'm like, man, I, I'm feeling like I do not want to do anything and I'm not motivated to do anything. But then there are other times where it's just like, I can't, I have to, I have to keep working, you know? So it's, so me, it's like this up and down and I'd like it to be more consistent, but um, only because 
I know that whenever I whenever I get up, like I'm I have I'm pretty good at just like just getting up. But whenever I'm in my season, yeah, I'm like, man, I'll snooze it. Um, and then I, and then I'm up and after my kids get up, my kids like torture me. They make me pay for that. But if I'm, if I do that, I find that I, yeah, I have less control of my day. Things fall by the wayside, like, you know, especially spiritual things, my, my Bible reading and everything will, will suffer. And so my relationship with God suffers. And so everything else will fall apart after that. But if I, if I do like, you know, I, I love starting things. I think it's just the, you know, I'll fall away. And then I'm like, I got to get back up again, you know, but that's, you know, I don't, I don't like those waves, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to be more consistent. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that could be a good goal maybe mm-hmm. to look at. Mm-hmm. So I have something that I think you're going to like here and it's a Lord of the Rings quote. Mm. And I'm going to paraphrase. I actually didn't have my copy of the Fellowship of the Ring with me today, yeah, so that's a, a bummer. But it's from Samwise. Mm. So Samwise Gamgee is talking to Frodo, and he says something to the effect of, "It's the job that's never started that takes the longest to get done." Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And he says his dad told him that yeah, the gaffer yeah, is what yeah. he calls his dad. But his dad is imparting wisdom to Sam, and Sam's imparting this wisdom to Frodo. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, "Listen, we need to get started because if we don't get started, we're never going to get this done." Mm-hmm. And you know, really, if you think about that, it's also common sense. If you don't start something, it's not going to get finished. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But for some reason, a lot of times we tend to put things off that we know we should start. We mm-hmm. don't start now. So I just want to fundamentally ask the question, why wait? Like, if you really think about it, why wait to do anything that we know that we should do? Now, I recognize that there are time constraints sometimes with things. We only have so much time in a day. And sometimes that time is taken up with everything that we've got to do. But really, honestly, I've discovered the more that I've filled my life with, the more time that I can find. It's not so much a a matter of finding time as making time to Mm -hmm. do the things that we should be doing. So think about this. You're talk to someone And they say, when I do this, then I'll do that. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. like with fitness, I hear this a lot like, okay, well, when I get in shape, then I'll go to the gym. Mm -hmm. And and it's people that are concerned about maybe not being the largest guy in the gym or lifting lighter weights than everyone else. And they don't want to be made fun of. And I understand that. I know when I first started running, I was afraid of finishing races last. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a real fear that people have. But That's the wrong way to think about it because most of the time people say, when I get in shape, then I'll go to the gym. Instead of to get in shape, I will go to the gym, which is the right way to look at it. Because if you wait to go to the gym until you're in shape, most likely you're not going to ever get in shape. Mm -hmm. And therefore you'll never go to the gym. You'll never get started. Mm -hmm. But if you'd start now, then you'd already be on your way to fitness. Or, you know, sometimes people will say like, I'll start this tomorrow. You know what? I'll start going to the gym tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, next week, I'll start going to the gym. Or after Easter, I'll start going to the gym. And most of the time, again, it never happens. Or with finances, I'll start saving for retirement next year. You know, money's really tight this year and it's, it's really hard to allocate that extra little bit. So next year, I'll start saving. And I don't know if you've known people that have told you this or opened up about this, but I've talked to people that have, they've said, I'm 45 and 
I always said, next year I'll save. I've never mm-hmm. saved a dime, and I've got literally nothing saved for mm-hmm. retirement. Mm-hmm. And that's not the spot that people want to be in. But mm-hmm. if they would have started right away, started now, when they would have realized, ah, I should be saving for retirement at 25 mm-hmm. or 27, they'd be so much more ahead of the game than they are realizing at 45, like, I've got nothing. Mm-hmm. But do you know what they should still do at 45? Probably keep saving. Yeah, they should start now. Yeah, start saving and keep saving. <laughs> or like, you know, with parenting, like sometimes we say, I'll spend more time with the family after and mm-hmm. fill in the blank, whatever it is. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really busy right now with my business or I'm really mm-hmm. busy right now with work. And once I get through this really busy season, mm-hmm. then I'll spend more time with the family. And, you know, I found a lot of times that something comes up in that mm-hmm. that free time I was hoping to have where I could spend more time with the family something usually shows up to fill that time and it's usually an obligation. So a lot of times we say I'll start later and we don't. Cats in the Cradle and the Silver Spoon. Yeah, that's actually a really Mm -hmm. tragic song. Yeah, (laughs) it makes me want to cry every time. (laughs) Yeah, now I've heard this and I heard this from a pastor who has since fallen out of favor. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm just Uh gonna say that as what it is, but he said that the story of that song was that the the man himself actually died on tour. So he was going to go on one last tour and and died on tour. I don't know if that's true. So maybe, again, listener, you can fact check me and send that to info at (laughs) headofnations.com. Okay, so talk talk about training here. So sometimes we'll say, I'll I'll start training next week, or I'll start training here or there. I want to tell you a really quick story. So during COVID, when gyms started shutting down martial arts gyms, I managed to find a way to train with some guys. And a lot of people were like, you shouldn't be doing that. You know, the world's falling apart. There's a 99.7% chance you'll survive if you get this. And I was like, I am not losing a year of my life and a year of training because I know it's going to happen. I know myself. Mm -hmm. I know Schlub Brian back in the day who still fights with me sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, the guy inside that still fights with me. And that's, if I stop for a week, I'm done forever. Mm That's just the way I work. So I wasn't going to stop and I found a way to train and I trained with the guys that I had typically trained with and we got better and faster and stronger while a lot of people lost their skill. And some Mm -hmm. people just never came back. Like I just never saw some people ever again Mm -hmm. after that. And I was like, I'm not gonna start a year from now because I I know history. I knew the Spanish flu pandemic and you know everyone called me crazy and I was like, this is how it's gonna go down. And it went down like that. But that's just my side rant. You know, just a little, I told you so. But I started when I thought was best. And I kept making progress. And if some people, you know, were able to take time off and not lose anything, rock on. But I had a start now mindset. Spiritually also, you know, like if you're struggling with a sin or if maybe you're not having your spiritual life squared away, a lot of times we say, you know, I'll talk to someone. Mm. You know, the, the next time I gossip, right? Or the next time I, I find myself compulsively lying, then, then I'll talk to someone, right? But this time I'm fine. Hmm. And you know what? Usually that never happens. Usually they wait and wait and wait. Hmm. Or, you know, I'll start family devotions next week, two months later. Mm-hmm. You know, that was one where really uh, I, I dropped the ball on that one. Mm-hmm. I think we started family devotions, I don't know, like five years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mm-hmm. son's going to be 10, mm-hmm. right? So that was one where when he was two, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this, right? Yeah, and then yeah. I just, it took me several years. And that was one where I actually dropped the ball. And I, mm-hmm. I wish that I hadn't. But I started mm-hmm. when he was five. Mm-hmm. And we have been going ever since. So do you see a trend here that a lot of times people, you know, human nature takes over 
and they say, I'll, I'll start in a week, in a day, and then it never happens. So why start now? Because if we don't start now, a lot of times we never start. Mm-hmm. So, and maybe by the way, it's not this, but maybe it's analysis paralysis, you know, paralysis by analysis, mm-hmm. where someone wants to have the perfect plan. Yeah. So General Patton said that a good plan now is better than a perfect plan 10 minutes from now. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we want to have our plans so perfectly squared away. And look, there's nothing wrong with being circumspect. But sometimes maybe we want to have our plans so perfectly squared away that we have every contingency planned for down to plan C, plan D, plan Q, plan Z, where we maybe just need a decent plan now and roll with that. So Ben, can you give an example of maybe a time when you started now and it worked out well? Yes. The, um, I, th- I, I keep thinking of Hebrews 315. And the verse says, um, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. And I think of, I think of this verse a a ton. And I say, I think I say it, I think I say it to my students because uh, my students were probably where, where many of us were, you know, at some point in our lives, like where they say, you know, I'll get serious. And they they don't say it because, you know, I'm their teacher. um, So they don't say it, but they live like it. And then they'll be confronted with, you know, with with things like this, verses like this and conversations like this. Um, And then they'll say, I've been living this way where I've just been putting off getting serious about my faith, where I've been putting off getting serious about, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. But this verse is, is so convicting because it's today if you feel called or today if you you know if 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 there's something to do don't harden your heart to it as you did in the rebellion like the rebellion when i think of that you're thinking of the garden of eden you're thinking of the fall you're thinking of what what is what the heck is wrong with the world um you're thinking of you know the sin in our lives and so it's like if you want sin to rule and dominate and, and oppress you want to look like an ugly ugly moss sloth monster right i mean like you you'll continue in the rebellion or today if you hear his voice, you respond. And so it's like, I, I remember like you know, vividly a, a moment where I responded to the call of God. And I was just like, I'm yours. That's it. You know, and it was a surrender, like a complete and total surrender. Um, that was like my, my coming to faith. Um, and then everything kind of happened after that, making me more of a, an intentional man, you know, someone who is, who was going to be disciplined in reading his Bible because of my Lord that I, that I just met. But then also, um, that would affect the, you know, the way that I, the way that I interacted with people in, in pursued relationships or, you know, even, you know, th- things like ex- exercise or, you know, even looking for a job or, you know, th- it, it, applying to grad school, you know, what it was just like, everything was just like, go, go, go. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like, you know that's kind of an awesome thing that you know whenever I, um, whenever I met Jesus, that my life became more intentional. But I would say more more like daring, take the risk, go and see what happens. You know, and it, it's just like I think w- without that type of mentality, like you know, in daring, I think that you're 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 mossy monster sloth. You know, um, and and that that's going to be a life that that nobody wants to live. Nobody you know wants wants to see the fruit of that. And wants to wants to you know wants to eat of the fruit of that. You know you want you want the the, the full fruit of uh, you know of of hard work uh, of earning something you know and, and 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 of pride in a good way a good pride where you can look back and say you know like praise God for for all that He did in igniting that flame in you you know so absolutely and I think there's a point that you've made there about being willing to take risk that 
part of being committed to Christ and knowing that you're his is having that eternal mindset. And if you try something here and it doesn't work, you have eternity. Yeah. And I don't want to say to be irresponsible, but like we're, we're living for the kingdom of God. Yeah. And so if we do something here and we're daring and we take a risk, first of all, we trust that everything is in the sovereign hands of God and that nothing is going to happen outside of his control because that's impossible. And that everything that occurs within that control, if we are his, is for our good and for his glory. So take a risk. Yeah. I yeah. think of um, I think of uh, the Pilgrim's Progress. You know, you have like, you have... The Christian who runs out of his house, um, you know, with his hands covering his ears, screaming life, life, eternal life. Like he, I mean, and he goes on this road and he doesn't know where, he really doesn't know where he's going. He's just heading toward, you know, um, a a direction, you know, um, and he'll just like go step by step. But he is, I mean, he is taking, and he's alone, you know, but he's taking this, this journey that he knows, you know, is going to lead to life, life, eternal life. And that's, that's an it's it's a narrow road, difficult road, um, but it is you know it's 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 the king's way you know. So I mean, like with that is adventure, uncertainty for sure, but with that is also you know growing into the man that you were made to be. Absolutely. So the moral of the story, I think, here is whatever it is that we feel we should be doing to start it now, whether it's waking up on time that alarm goes off, our feet hit the floor, we start our day, because we recognize that we're not working for our own glory, but we're working for the glory of God. And that's that's a really exciting thing. Like, we're literally building the kingdom of God. We're building up our nations over which God has placed us. We're doing it for his glory. That excites me. Like, when I get out of bed, I get excited every day. That alarm goes off, I get excited, I get to work. So, Start now. And if you don't have that mindset, pray for that mindset. Mm. Pray that God would reveal that to your heart, that you're working for his kingdom. And if you're not working for his kingdom, check your heart, pray to God that he will allow you to be drawn to him and that you'll place your faith in Jesus Christ, his only son who died for your sins so that you could be redeemed. Mm. So that's an important point, but start now, start now. Why wait? There's a Sorry to, you know, I know you want to be wrapping things up, um, but uh, there's this uh, C.S. Lewis quote in Mere Christianity. It's book three, chapter, um, I think it's chapter three, no, it's chapter four. It's book three, chapter four, where it's, it's um, Lewis is talking about uh, morality and psychoanalysis, but um, you read that chapter some other time. But um, he makes a statement though that there's you know every every moral choice we have or every every choice we have and we make makes us either you know either either a, a creature of heaven or a creature of hell. But his point is that like in every choice we make, we're becoming more of who we truly are. And so it's like, like I, that, that, that should help us, you know, or make us into people who are evaluating the choices that we make, the decisions that we make, you know, who are we really? 
and, and, and the, the, the worst decision you make and you make you know bad decision after bad decision after bad decision you become um, even numb to even badness you know you become just a, a creature of hell you don't even know that your acts are bad you know or slothful or whatever they are um, but the, the more um, the, the good decisions that you make um, you you increasingly see yes yes the righteousness in the in the, in the fruit that's growing but also like where you are weak you know and so mm-hmm. um, th- there's this you know yes yeah, start today um, and see and see you know, let's see God work in that and see you know try to build build a little bit of muscle in that way but yeah. um, to become more truly you know according to the nature that God has given you more truly you fully you um, which hopefully prayerfully uh, that's looking more like Christ every day but amen yeah. yeah. So basically, start now. Figure out what you want to do, what you want to change. Make a plan, not a perfect plan. Make a good plan. And then actually, like literally today, like right now, if you're driving, you know, don't, don't start right now. If it's something you can't start right now, like don't start running while you're driving. But literally, like start today, like actually do something today to make yourself physically stronger, financially stronger, intellectually stronger, or spiritually stronger with God's help. So that's all that I've got for you today. I really appreciate you all listening. If you have any questions or comments for us, please send them at info at headofnations.com. If you would like to support the movement here, check out the website headofnations.com and click on the support tab. And please share the podcast with other people if you think it would be helpful to them subscribe to the podcast and also you know help us negotiate that algorithm by leaving a review if you think we've merited a positive review a five-star review uh, please leave that because that helps us get bumped up and that helps other people to be more likely to see this podcast and then to hear the message that we are sharing so remember gentlemen we are the head of our nations so let's go live like it until next time